0: CHAPTER ONE AMANDA AND THE Yakko. The soft valley between Amanda's hip and shoulder captured shadows in the morning light, like a flesh moonscape, and begged for a gentle caress. She smiled, shuddered with the touch, leaned on one arm, and reached for the joint smoldering in the ashtray. Amanda took a small hit and offered it to me. I'll pass. If I take another, I won't get anything done. I have to finish a project today. I slid out of bed and wandered into the living room. The sun, filtering through antique lace curtains in the small log house, illuminated a still-life interior. Tables and sideboards were neatly arranged with figurines, books, a flower arrangement and a fruit bowl posed for paintings. Sketches lay beside each pose for the timeline for the best light. Flowers, 2.15 afternoon west light. Fruit, 10.40 morning light. And groups and other windows dictated Amanda's schedule for the day. It was all about the depth of color used to depict shading in natural light. She never used artificial light and sketched ideas on cloudy days. I enjoyed these glimpses into an artist's inner sanctum, sharing her gallery of private thoughts before the sketches were applied to canvas for public view. Amanda propped her foot on the stairs for the morning stretch exercise for a run. After exactly twenty stretches, she stood before the mirror in the hall for a cursory inspection of a trim body which easily belied thirty-six years, her short, dark hair framed an attractive face with wide-set brown eyes, a pixie nose, and a defiant chin. Were we in love? It would be difficult for either of us to define the word. We were both artists, and as a rule, artists do not love one particular thing over all others. Amanda's analogy fit perfectly. She described our relationship as mildly in love and deeply in lust. She had an infallible ability to translate color to canvas. Amanda could love a color more than a man, and I fell in love constantly with a beautiful wood or marble. When an artist loves a medium, it's much deeper than the mundane, oh, I just love that color kind of love. My love for a particular wood grain makes me want to touch it, to go inside it, to open and see its secrets. I had those same feelings for Amanda. Amanda said the trick was to never say the L word. Once the word is spoken, the spell is broken. She would laugh and hug me. Don't tell me you love me, show me you love me. So I never said love, unless it was directed to her work, and tried my best to show Amanda how much I loved her. Spring was her favorite time. She would grab my arm and drag me into the woods, pointing at leaves like a child. Look, look at the poplar catkins, such a light green, they're almost white. When the wild apple trees bloomed, she pulled me around for hours, smelling and touching the pink blossoms, which did feel like a baby's skin. There were many things about Amanda that I loved deeply. I loved her work, the taste of her mouth, and the clean smell of her body like unscented soap. There were times when I felt undeserving of the love she gave me, We were perfect for each other. Two slightly eccentric artists who were lucky enough to satisfy basic needs with someone they could relate to. She did not want to be controlled, and when we weren't together, I didn't call or drop by unannounced. Amanda preferred not to wake up with a lover. Instead, she liked to make love in the mornings after smoking a little pot, drinking strong coffee.